0: The following program is furnished by Startup Nation Media Group. All
1: right, welcome to this edition of Startup Nation Radio. We've got some really special guests with us. We've got a husband and wife team that is in business. Right now, their business is really driven by a podcast, but there's more to the story. We're going to hear all about it. We want to hear about the design of this business and the model and all the rest. We've got KT, Maviglia, Morgan, And her husband, Jordan Morgan, with us on the show today. Welcome, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Yeah, it's great to have you on. We want to hear all about your business now. Let's hear a little bit about you before we get into it. Jordan, you've been all over the world playing basketball. It's an amazing career you've had in sports and now moving into
2: business. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, well, it's interesting. You know, I'm still playing. And I'm on my second passport now. Been to over 41 countries at this point. Played seven seasons and living in six different countries. I mean, I can't even put it into words. It's just like an unbelievable life. I'm so grateful for it.
1: I mean, first of all, it's incredible you get to play the game you love and make a living at it, but also to be traveling the world like you have. And this kind of relates to the business that you guys are now, and we're going to get to that in a second. Exactly. But you're living in Russia right now. Yeah. You both are living in Russia, husband and wife.
0: Yeah, we loved Russia. We just got back about a month ago. And we didn't know what to expect when we were told that the next deal was in Russia, but we were pleasantly <laughs> surprised. We loved it.
2: How long were you there? So we were there from August to April. So mm-hmm. it was eight months.
0: Yeah, we were in Kazan, Russia, which is the third largest city in Russia mm-hmm. behind Moscow and St. Petersburg. Right. Yeah.
1: And that's uh, especially for you, KT, you you know, Mm -hmm. coming from you. Did you grow up in the Upper Peninsula in in Michigan? Well, I was
0: born in the UP, yes. And then I moved to the small town of Dundee. And then Jordan and I met at the University of Michigan in 2014.
1: And from there, because you met Jordan, you end up traveling around the world with him, ending up living in Russia.
0: Exactly. That enough
1: is a cool story. But you guys now have a business you're embarking on, and what we're going to talk about today is your podcast. Mm -hmm. That's kind of at the front end of that Mm -hmm. business. That's the way you get the word out, get, you know, kind of get people exposed to your brand, tell them what you're doing, get them to fall in love with you guys and the business. Tell us about first kind of the vision for the business and then how the podcast fits in.
0: So the podcast started as a passion project for us. Actually, it was about two years ago after his season was finishing up in Turkey, We took a trip to the Maldives, a direct flight from Istanbul to the Maldives. And we were chilling on our overwater bungalow. (laughs) And this idea came up that we wanted to start a travel brand because we were living it and we really found travel to be our passion. So that's kind of how it all started.
2: Beyond just living in these places, right, we immerse ourselves. We go on trips. We take our weekends, and we go see this year, for example. When we had time off, we went to St. Petersburg, and we spent four days there. We saw all the sights. We went to the ballet. We took in the culture, and we've loved doing that, and we we love sharing it. We tell our family and our our friends, and it's to the point now where our family and friends are asking us, hey, we want to go here. Where should we go? What should we do? Mm -hmm. And it's even gotten to the point where, you know, now we even plan trips for our friends and family. Yeah, we're
0: booking trips, we're planning trips, we're experiencing the trips with them, going with them.
1: It's fun. right? And you guys are relatable too. You don't come across as kind of off-putting and everything else. Right. I mean, people can relate to you guys. Right. You're the you're described, by the way, KT, as a small-town girl with big-city dreams. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, certainly everybody can relate to that. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. And so when people hear about your travel experiences through that lens, you know, through your lens, it's relatable, yeah. it's mm-hmm. cool, it's yeah. approachable. It's, I think uh, that's one of the things that you find in the On Arrival
2: podcast is that we're telling our story, but more importantly, we're sharing other stories like ours that yeah. are relatable, that are people that, they're not like spending and doing lavish things. They might every now and again mm-hmm. splurge, but it's everyday people that, that are have, living in Yeah, they've found ways. Travel. They have found ways, creative ways, to see the world in really immersive and like yeah.
1: life changing ways. And so, on arrival is the podcast. Yes, yes. and, and yeah. as we said, that's going to be kind of a way to get the word out, and yeah. attract people to your yeah. business. Ultimately, though, what is the business? Where's the revenue going to come yeah. from? And what's the so
2: for us? The goal is to build a travel focused brand. Next steps for us for example, KT is finishing her certification as a travel agent. And so next step for us is booking and designing trips for people. And so using our knowledge, our expertise Mm -hmm. in designing trips for ourselves, our family and friends and offering that service to our listeners, to our audience. And then from then on, building on top of that, there's a lot of value in this market for relatable, authentic experiences. How can we continue to build
1: on that success and add new services to our listeners? It's interesting. I find that the best businesses are those that people are authentically passionate yeah. about. Mm-hmm. And clearly, yeah. you guys are enjoying your experiences, traveling, yeah. experiencing culture. Like you said, you guys really go deep. You went to the ballet. Oh, <laughs> oh it, it
0: wasn't just the ballet. I was a dance major for undergrad and then went on to get my master's in marketing. But I was very passionate about going to see the Russian ballet. Yes. So yeah. I picked a three-hour ballet for Jordan to attend, and he loved <laughs> it. It was
2: amazing. I mean, it was, it was the talent was, and I don't even know dance, but you just see, like, it's serious there in Russia. But we've been in six countries. We've been to the ballet. We, we yeah. make it a thing to go and take in the culture wherever we go. We go to historical restaurants and right. sites and things like that because right. traveling and these things, it's an opportunity to learn and see the
1: world, and we make the most of it. So on the podcast, give us kind of an overview. Like, what, yeah. what, what do you guys feature in the podcast? Yeah,
0: so this week was cool because we did a state of travel episode where we talked about, you know, what countries are open, what requirements are needed as mm-hmm. far as quarantine and vaccination, right. et cetera. The
2: main thing is where can I go right now? That was yes. the point of this episode. So really trying to bring value to our customers. We've told a lot of stories so far. We've mm-hmm. interviewed people. We've interviewed some of our most interesting friends. I mean, we had one of my friends who was a priest. You know, he lived in Rome for like six years. He traveled and lived in and England Jordan, for two.
0: Jordan played in Rome, yeah. and we visited him yeah. at the North and American there. So that's the College connection, there. yeah. We, I mean, we did mass at the Vatican, and, and wow. it was just yeah. really an amazing yeah. experience. Wow.
1: Do you guys have a favorite place?
0: Ooh, that's hard. (laughs) I mean, I'm Italian, so I'm partial to Italy. Uh I really love, like, Positano, Capri. Yeah,
1: that
2: was... The
0: Malfi Coast is my thing.
2: That was our first year, so that that memory is, like, so endearing to us. Mm
1: -hmm. The Maldives was pretty hard to beat. Well, I have to tell you, if someone asked me what was one of my favorite places... But my, I, I know I asked you the favorite place. Yeah. So if I were to have to answer, I'd probably have to say Positano yeah. as well. Yeah. I mean, oh I mean, oh my god, that's yeah. just a, uh, that's a unique experience. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and we went seven years ago, so this was before it got like really, really popular. I think yeah. in the social media, the digital age, it's become popular over the last few years. So we really got to enjoy the experience. It wasn't overpopulated and things like that when yeah. we went. But so. it,
1: it's it's unbelievable. Cool. The scenery is unbelievable. It's amazing. It's beautiful. So listen, what I'd love to do is help our audience, listeners. You might be out there saying, you know, I want to do what you guys are doing now. Mm -hmm. Now you can't play basketball like Jordan, but you can do a podcast and you can build a business around it, right? And so let's talk about some of the steps you do to put a business like that together and help uh, share your experience and your knowledge gained with our audience. All right, cool. Coming back with more on Startup Nation Radio right after this break. Welcome back to Startup Nation Radio. Really interesting show today. Cool guests. Good to have Jordan and KT on with us from the On Arrival podcast. Yeah, right? Yeah. Hey, guys. We learned a little bit about the two of you yeah. in the first segment and about the business. And for those people out there that are listening to this and saying, you know, hey, I want to do a podcast. I, I want to do a podcast about my passion like yeah. these guys are. Yeah. Right?
2: Where do you start? Well, I think that's the first place you start is like your passion. You got to find right. it. Yeah, find your passion. Find your passion.
0: Sure. I know. I remember that moment when we were sitting on the overwater bungalow and he's like what are you passionate about and I was like travel (laughs) and he's like okay let's do it and that was kind of the moment and then from there I'm an avid podcast listener so I actually was listening to a buzzsprout podcast about how to start a podcast Mm -hmm. how to get the equipment Mm -hmm. how to research etc
2: and buzzsprout is a hosting platform Platform, so you have to have for a podcast you have to have your podcast hosting platform and Mm -hmm. they house your rss feed And they send it out to all the directories.
0: Right. So that's kind of where we started and buying the equipment, et cetera, which we bought that equipment when we were in Russia, which was a pain. So so this was
1: in the last year. Yeah. Because you were in Russia about eight months. So, okay. So this was the last year. This is all just kind of in the formative stages, but within the last year. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So the first year was just kind of throwing ideas around, Mm -hmm. figuring out if we were actually serious about this.
1: One of the things that we went through in that first year was figuring out what the business idea was and Mm -hmm. the best way to execute.
2: So we're both very thorough.
1: Okay, so someone might say, well, you said you're doing a podcast. Isn't that the business idea?
2: (laughs) There are some definitely some bigger things down the line, like for sure, like booking and designing trips. Like that's something we knew we wanted to do for sure. But the the question came was, what's the best way to go about this? And there were some opportunities for us to invest in, you know, designing this software or that. But those investments, there was a twenty to fifty thousand. And talking with some people that we trusted, they said you can go about this better. For us, the podcast is a way to validate our idea to validate the need for this market. So we decided to start sharing that story and see if we can build an audience before we dove in into like some bigger investments.
0: Right, and I think another point is we really tried to be budget-friendly on this. We both took courses individually Jordan took, like, WordPress courses, et cetera, on how to build the website. He built that all himself. Really? Um, I took courses on SEO and branding, et cetera. And and you've got a
1: marketing background. Right.
0: So we really invested in the branding. That was really important. And the marketing. I love the brand. Thank you. Did
1: you file a trademark on the brand? Not yet. Not yet. You should. But yes. you know what it's we did? Good, it's a good brand. But yeah. you know what we did do yeah. before
2: we launched is even which I feel is even like as strong almost as a trademark in today's world is we bought just about every URL right. associated. The domain. That's yes. that's every like is, domain. as
1: important if not more important today the, the right. domain, right? That's we bought what I was the domain, say, but we bought we
0: invested in the domain we had to. A dozen domains, on, on arrival, arrival everything. We yeah. bought so you all.
1: have onarrival.com. Yes.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean that's huge. And then we bought .world.us. We bought them all. You know that was one of the ways we did protect ourselves uh, and we haven't gone all the way towards toward you
1: should work. put a. am not an ip attorney but i do know that i think you put a, a tm mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. in superscript after yeah. the name you can't put the r in the circle register because yeah. it's not a trademark yet yeah. but you're still claiming it as your mark exactly and, and that's putting I people like on notice yeah so that's you true. should do that okay so you got the domain yes. you got this brand yeah. and you've got a passion for the subject matter and right. mm-hmm. you're now delivering how many podcasts have you done
0: Today we introduced our 10th episode on the podcast, which is that travel update that we talked about a little earlier. But we've interviewed people from, you know, traveling nomads to one of my friends that's getting a law degree in Spain, yeah. a priest, um, you know, just... Uh, we
2: have another friend. A she lot was, of was an, an, different another people. athlete, actually. She has her own startup, and she's done some incubators in Denver mm-hmm. and such, and so we interviewed her. She was a field hockey player, All-American field hockey player. Yeah,
0: I think yesterday we did an interview from my friend that I met, on. A flight he was going to Rwanda and they were right. in Rwanda right. so it's just Yeah. Wild. We
2: interviewed interviewed them from Rwanda and then later that day we had an interview from somebody in Australia who was living on a vineyard and working on a vineyard in
1: Australia. Your life sounds so exotic and so <laughs> different. It's been from a lot the of fun. everyday yeah. little you know, life that we live here yeah. day to yeah. day, yeah. day. Sometimes
2: yeah. it's a
0: shock when you come back, you know, we love Michigan, we love Ann Arbor. But it's just like a shock because 'cause we're all over the world. Right. I mean Paris. Right. Where else have we been? Italy. All over Italy, yeah. Slovenia, Greece. Slovenia, Greece. Sure, Turkey. Turkey crazy
1: really cool so you've got your brand you've got your domains you've got your RSS feed set up right? (laughs) so people can access that you're on the various different sites where you find all podcasts podcasts are found right and so that's great what about advertising is that something you're focused on right now or not yet.
0: More on organic growth right now, but yeah. we do see advertising definitely yeah. in the future. I
1: think that
2: like she mentioned like we've been frugal up to this point. Like our biggest investments yeah. to this yeah. point were our URL, yeah. our branding, right. our marketing. Yeah. And everywhere else we've saved and our focus again is organic growth. Like we're trying to do podcast swaps for example. That's a big thing to do. Getting on other travel podcasts yes, and interviewing other and travel And building pod.
0: that community, that uh-huh. travel community, yeah. people mm-hmm. that genuinely want to listen to yeah. travel stories. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. And then also adding value. We released this episode today about where can I go? Mm-hmm. And that's an episode that we're like, hey, we yeah. really want to push this out to like the travel pages. I think we need a little bit more traction before we start to
1: advertise. Yeah. One of
2: the things that we'd like to do soon is actually advertise the podcast, like paid advertising to get it in front of people.
1: Right. What I like about your model, you know, making revenue, making a business out of a podcast is hard. It's hard to get noticed. Right. It's hard to keep listeners, you right. know, it's a competitive field. Right. lots of choices, lots of options. People are busy, you know, it's hard. Mm-hmm. So i like the way you guys are looking at your podcast in the broader context in that you're using it really as a content marketing play mm-hmm. largely mm-hmm. and then the business you're going to make the revenues off the other services and yeah. the things you guys are going to provide i think that's a great model if you're going to be in business as a podcast really doing it the way you guys are doing it makes yeah. a lot of sense because it takes a long time to build an audience and get advertising revenue exactly. of any meaningful amount that makes the business worth doing. So I love the way you it's guys funny because
2: in the beginning, as we talked about, Hey, we want to build a travel brand and like get into the travel industry. We talked about how can we build that audience and some of the options were like a newsletter or a blog and mm-hmm. we were like, look, we don't want to sit down and write that much. You know, right. and then like, I-, I
0: love to talk. He yeah. likes to write more, but I was like, no, let's do a podcast. That's yeah. that's the new wave. Yeah.
2: Let's it build is. the audience. So and right. grow it was from the there. easiest. Like getting video content and like social media content is hard and we didn't feel we traveled enough for that. And so, like, we settled on the podcast because we felt we could stay consistent with it. And that's, I
1: think, the biggest thing with the podcast is being consistent. Yeah.
0: Every Tuesday, Travel Tuesdays. We Every Tuesday. The yeah. There we go.
1: So yeah. once a week is the cadence. Exactly. Is it about a half hour, 45 minutes? Yeah, uh, 45, yeah roughly. Minutes. Sometimes they get okay. a little bit longer. And who makes it longer? Is it Jordan or KT? <laughs> <laughs> I think Jordan talks a more, so I think uh, we'll blame that on him. <laughs> right. Okay. But if it's good, it really doesn't matter. I right. Mean, if people love the content, <laughs> right. it really doesn't matter. That's right. uh, That's great. Now, are you back in the U.S. Uh, to be based here now? Is this the business to be based here? In-
0: no. So we're going to take the show on the road with us when we go back overseas. But for the summer, we're in Ann Arbor yeah. until he yeah. heads over probably to Russia yeah. again, starting in the fall.
2: I mean, I'm still in the peak of my career, honestly, mm-hmm. and uh, still under contract in Russia for next season. So it's yeah, you know, we'll take our to be podcast back in equipment, next, equipment with us next and
0: next just go down the road. Yeah. yeah.
1: How's the talent over there? It's really good. It's surprisingly good, good yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, people don't understand that. No. Yeah. But it's a fine line. It's such a razor's edge between really good and great. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. So you're you're the, the Consistency. talent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the talent is
2: Yeah. I think what separates like the highest levels in Europe versus the NBA is just the sheer like physical nature. Like most of the guys in the NBA, like physically are just different. You know, they're some of the most impressive physical specimens like on the yeah.
1: planet. Yeah. Know? It's incredible, Kate. You knew we'd go from talking business to talking sports <laughs> uh, at some point during the show. Uh, Jordan Morgan wasn't going to walk in without us talking a little sports. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, this is where I just listen.
1: <laughs> well, it's really good. So do you have a vision for where you want? I, You know, I hate the question. We're going to be five years from now. that, like but, but I mean, generally, do you have an expectation, a vision for where you want this business to be? Let's say a year or two from now, whatever.
0: Well, something that Jordan and I love to do in our personal life as well as business is we like to set goals. Like we break our goals okay. down year, you know, year, one year goals, five year goals. We break that down into monthly goals, weekly goals. So then
1: you know exactly where you're going to be. Well, yeah.
0: not exactly. <laughs> but we have a vision. We definitely want to grow on arrival our podcasts and then move that into a booking platform. Yeah. And we see those steps yeah. in the near future.
2: This is something that we feel will drive us for years to come. You know, and I think for me personally, it's something that i can see myself doing when i do retire and it's something that she loves and i love seeing her light up for this and it's definitely something that she is excited for every day and so i think it's something that we are very passionate about and i think it's the beginning of the next chapter of our life it's really fun got one
1: last question for you before we go mm-hmm. who's the boss That's great yeah. well kt maviglia morgan and jordan morgan Hey, the husband and wife team behind yeah. On Arrival, the podcast, and soon to even be a bigger travel-oriented business with yeah. lots of service provided and everything else. You guys are great. Love to keep in touch with you guys. For sure. Have you back on. Check yes. in. Make sure you're, you're hitting your goal. Yes. Yeah, I <laughs> will yeah. report back. I have no <laughs> doubt you're going to be on it. I yeah. have no doubt. Yeah. Jordan, thanks. thanks. Thank, you for KT, having thank you very much. Thank you very much. Good. Okay, continue good luck to you guys. And uh, as I say, we'd love to check back with you again. And we will. All right. Back with more on Startup Nation right after this break. Welcome back to Startup Nation Radio. Well, from a couple of great guests to another great guest, we've got none other than Sally Bunnell. She's the founder and CEO of Navi Savvy. Sally, welcome to Startup Nation Radio.
3: Well, thank you for having me. This is quite the honor.
1: Well, I was about to say, I always love a guest that comes on and gives a little laugh to start the interview. You know you're talking to someone with personality, but then you went on to say, it's an honor to be on. The, is that what you said? An honor to be on the show. That's even better. Yes. I mean, we're thrilled to have you, and we're thrilled to feature your story. So, look, the amazing thing about people who love to travel is that they're really passionate about loving to travel. It's a passion, right?
3: Yes, beyond passion. I think it's become an obsession. An obsession. <laughs> well, especially
1: when someone like you, Sally, with 94 countries stamped in your passport. I mean, you've been all over the world, and you've created an app. Let's talk. Let's first tee up what your app is. It's called Navi Savvy. Mm-hmm. Tell us what Navi Savvy is, and then we'll. Learn About how and why you made it happen.
3: So, Nabi Savvy is a video only travel app. It is no photos, no reviews, and as I say, no BS. We just show you the true experience in 30 seconds or less, and everything has to be shot from a smartphone. There's no edits, no music, no TikTok style dances, no drones, (laughs) no professional footage. So just the real deal. That's why we call it the real travel reel. A little play on words there. And you formed <laughs> you
1: formed this when?
3: Uh, well, I actually had it as an idea in 2013 as a TV show that I was trying to pitch mm. to the Travel Channel, and okay. I wasn't Insta-famous enough and everything. Mm-hmm. The stars weren't aligned, and so I really started pivoting that um, in around 2017 and fleshing out an idea in my head into something a little more tangible, you could say. And from there, I went out and fundraised and was supposed to be launching April 1st of 2020. Well, we all know what happened there. The, sure. the April Fool's joke was on me. Ooh. So <laughs> I actually Boy. waited a year, did some rebuilding and testing and came out with a soft launch April 1st of this past year. And we just did the official launch of Navi Savvy. So you actually caught me perfect timing for kicking off summer and what we're doing.
1: So the premise behind this I really, really like and actually extends beyond travel. You know, the fact is with our ability to manipulate photos and video and to add music and other things that can make something seem wonderful can be misleading. And so the idea is you want to show it like it really, really is. And that way people can make more educated decisions about whether or not they want to travel to that destination. That's the idea, right?
3: Exactly. And the two things that people do not have enough of when they travel is time and money. And if we can help get the decision making process down to saying, you know what, I see there's a long line. I see it's a lot more of this and that than what I was expecting. Or do I really want to get up at 5am to be on the death road in Bolivia? So you know, those are the kind of questions that And as a woman, my biggest thing is, well, what should I wear? What do I need to be packing? Mm -hmm. And if that could answer just a question or two, we've already started to do our job in the right direction.
1: Yeah. And so this is user generated content, right? So you have your users upload these videos.
3: Yes. So we allow users, we have influencers, we have businesses themselves. It's basically transparency and travel. Mm -hmm. And it's really basically just showing the real experience. We actually found that user generated content gets four times more click throughs than promotional videos. So, we're actually doing the business as a, a service by forcing all the content and the advertising to be in user generated content. And those content pieces, our users upload those for actually cash right now. So, we have launch cities in which we aggregate the top things to do in a city based on all the different trip websites. We have influencers and locals, and we create a scavenger hunt for our top. 50 in each category, which is eat, sleep, play, explore, and party, which is my favorite. Yeah. So yeah, so then we, we put it, it on the map. Yep. They don't call me Rally Sally for nothing, uh, honey. Well, I didn't know they called you Rally
1: <laughs> Sally. I would have introduced you that way, my God. I thought I was just talking to Sally Bunnell, but it's Rally <laughs> Sally Bunnell. Yes, indeed. I like this idea a lot. Did you say that those who generate the content and upload it get paid?
3: Yes.
1: Well, we got to hear about that. Tell us again how that works.
3: Yes, we pay for, if it's a launch city, we pay $2 per video. So users can run around and basically shoot videos of the top locations that we want, or if they have it in their archive that's fairly recent, they can upload it from a past adventure. So it can be from their last vacation, or it can be from their own local city running around. And if it's anywhere else in the world that's not one of our launch cities, then it's $1 per clip. So that means you can upload clips from all over the world. We have videos over a hundred countries right now, so people just sitting at home and getting busy, and you know they' sitting on i g content you know I said. Sure. you can make money from sure. your past ig videos that are just right. saved in your camera roll.
1: right that's instagram yeah uh-huh. yeah, yeah. yeah. So on instagram
3: yeah. and we had a couple that have almost made a thousand dollars they have not been able to travel and they're just sitting on the content and racking it up you know putting up the content for us so we really are trying to encourage users to put up this content but we want them to still own the rights to that content we're not just buying it from them we're really trying to create a user generated content platform to also help the businesses come in and now be able to have a wealth and almost a video search engine for travel content, for yeah. usage that they might need on or off our platform and boards of tourism. And, and then what we do is we license that content to help our users make more money. So we're really trying to create a win-win-win scenario for everybody.
1: Where do you get the money to fund all the video being uh, uploaded?
3: So what we do is basically we take that for our marketing budgets. And then what we do is once we have a collection of videos, we then can approach boards of tourism for newly Mm -hmm. opening countries or cities. And we really work with them to help co-promote together. So it's really showing the best experience, you know, without they're paying some of these influencers thousands and thousands of dollars to go and take a trip, shoot some video, do a post about it and do some blog content. But right now we're just basically collecting all the best things from different points of view and different people and really getting whether it's the locals of that country or city involved or travelers from all over the world. So. We're really taking that and utilizing that content to leverage working with bigger boards of tourism and some big tour companies and brands and we really have a lot of our marketing placement which is on the app obviously our featured cities featured trips and clips Mm -hmm. and we've got it all sure we're busy bodies well of course you're (laughs) a
1: busier rally sally after all listen as i said before i'm intrigued by this let me Mm -hmm. ask you this do you screen the video at all yes you do. That's the key. I want you to also answer though, this question. Do you allow a video that might paint a picture of a place in a negative perspective, negative, but fair. Mm-hmm. So in other words, if you go to a place that rains a lot, I don't know. That's just the example that popped into my head. There's probably yeah. other <laughs> better examples, but the point is this, if I say this is a beautiful place, I love this place, but six of the seven days I was there, here's the videos. It rained because yeah. it rains a lot here. Do you put that kind of content? In, you allow that through the gate as well.
3: What we've decided, a lot of these platforms, like a TripAdvisor, like a Yelp, they're really causing a lot of problems for small businesses or yes. businesses in general. Yes. So, you know, I come from the Midwest where my mom always says, you know, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. And that's kind of the idea that we work with.
1: Yes, but your value proposition to those who use your site is to get a real look into the authentic experience that I might have. And that's yep. good and bad, right? I mean, it just is. Yep. There's no place it's perfect
3: correct so what we do is we ask our users would you recommend this place to a friend Mm -hmm. and if they can say yes and stand behind that then put it up Mm -hmm. and that's really where we're creating a community of trust is what we're trying to do and if you wouldn't recommend that i i have friends that would come visit me in new york city and say i'm going to be there for a week what should i do i'm not going to say oh don't go to this place this is terrible make sure to not go do this I'm going to give them a highlight of what I love doing, Mm -hmm. or I just come back from vacation They say, I saw you were just in Greece. What should I go do? Mm -hmm. I basically now create a small itinerary on Navi Savvy of what I liked in short videos. They can see see it, they can save it, and they can go book it themselves directly all through the app.
1: I love it. It's free to use, right?
3: yes okay yep, free, to, free use. to use
1: and sally if people want to download the app it's n is in nancy a v is in victor i s is in sam a v is in victor i navi savvy right
3: that's right you got it and you
1: can find it <laughs> android apple store both google and apple
3: yep we're there we're there right. for everybody right on <laughs> you know
1: i love the values behind what you're doing protecting and helping fostering small businesses. You're absolutely right about some of those other sites with a, you know, the vocal minority really making yep. their presence known, but not really painting a fair picture of an experience just because they may have had a, a subpar one, yep. you know, is not the full story. And you're right. That does hurt small business. And so anything that brings authenticity and fairness and squareness with respect to representing an opportunity, I think that's a great thing. And Sally, thank you for sharing your story. And I look forward to using your app.
3: Well, good, 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 good. Well, thank you so much for having me on. And like I said, hopefully this is only the first of many conversations talking about Navi Savvy together.
1: Let's hope so, Sally. That just means you've got to make a great success out of it. So we feature you again and again. All right. That's your job.
3: (laughs) I'm not going anywhere. You go
1: do that and you'll hear from us, Sally. We love it. And I have a feeling you're well on your way to great success. Sally, thanks for being on Startup Nation Radio. All right. Back with more on Startup Nation right after this break. All right. Welcome back to Startup Nation Radio. Well, our show today is themed travel. That's for sure. Travel entrepreneurs, travel businesses, we're all about it. And we've got another good story to share with you in the travel business. Andrea Schubner, you're the founder of Wonderful Journeys. Welcome to Startup Nation Radio.
4: Thanks so much for having me.
1: So, Andrea, your business, you're in the boutique travel business, if you will. You're an advisor that specializes in designing unique itineraries filled with enriching off-the-beaten-path experiences and couple that with luxury service. One of the themes in today's show with our other guests is just this recurring theme of how people who are in the business of travel are really passionate about traveling. Now, you, I think, take the cake, 96 countries, I mean, unbelievable. Tell us.
4: Yeah, so I guess like your other guests, I have the travel bug, and it started when I was young and only escalated kind of post working world when I only had a few days vacation and was just eager to take advantage of my time off and really experience what the world has to offer. And I started taking some sabbaticals and then changing my work to live abroad and work abroad and management consulting and other aspects of the business world. And just decided that that was my passion. And I wanted to dive into travel and help other people be able to experience our beautiful world.
1: And so there are many different ways that someone can take a passion and form a business out of it. In the case of today's show. We've heard from someone who's developing a new app. We've heard from a couple that is traveling the world, both for career and personal reasons and forming basically a uh, a podcast and other content oriented offerings. And so you kind of pointed yourself in the direction of this being a travel advisor. Tell us what that is.
4: So I pride myself in being able to help people kind of make their dreams a reality. My goal is to help people who would always see my travels and hear about my experiences and come back to me and say, oh, I wish I could do that. I wish I could travel like you did. And to me, it was always so easy and fun and invigorating and I want them to enjoy it. But I know that that process is very overwhelming for some. A lot of people, even if they do like it, just don't have the time So my job is to facilitate any part of the travel process, be it just a destination to recommend and how the itinerary will flow to specific hotels, experiences, even restaurant recommendations, and that just has always been what got me out of bed, what excited me during sure. the day of after you know, I'd get back from a trip was relaying my experiences so others could experience it. So as an advisor, I work with them to ensure that they can have the best possible trip that works for them.
1: Would it be fair to also say that a travel advisor is really a travel agent?
4: Yeah, so travel advisors are, I'd say, the modern travel agent. An agent in the old days was very transactional. So mm-hmm. you physically had to go to a travel agent to get a ticket for an airline Mm -hmm. like that. I work more comprehensively with clients to understand what their goals are for a trip. So it's not just like you want to go to the Caribbean, you might want to have a romantic experience, you might want to have an adventure, you might need to just take a load off. So understanding that and then planning for the future. So you might not be able to go to a bucket list destination this year, but how can we get you there? What trips would best complement that in the future? So it's just a more comprehensive role.
1: Is the revenue model for an advisor the same as for an agent? You know, you get a cut of the tickets or the hotel sales, et cetera.
4: Yeah. So the majority of our revenue is through professional commissions that come Mm -hmm. from our suppliers. Sure. But part of the advisor revenue model as well is upfront planning fees and design Mm -hmm. so that we really take the time to get to know our clients as travelers and preferences. And because of that, um, do charge an advisory fee as a
1: financial planner would. And since, as you've described, I don't necessarily need to go to a brick and mortar location to achieve this. We could do this all virtually. Is your yeah. clientele national or and or international in scope?
4: Yes, absolutely. They are predominantly everywhere. So I have clients in London and Paris. I have mm. clients in Colombia, but all over the U.S., which is really fun.
1: It is fun. I think one of the beautiful things about your job is that when you make a recommendation to someone, you package something up for them and they go and experience it man you've really delivered something of value to somebody and that's gotta be thrilling and exciting and rewarding and fulfilling I can't think of too many things that are comparably fulfilling to the extent, the value that you deliver to these people yeah. by giving them a great experience and making it turnkey, making it easy, making those recommendations. There's so many different options people can choose from, not only in places to go, but then once I decide on a place to go, if I even know that yeah. you know that it, where to go, you know I don't know where to stay. I'm experimenting. I don't want to make a mistake on my vacation with my limited budget and all the rest. So, exactly. Yep.
4: It's really wonderful to be able to help people in that way, and even the most you know experienced travel. If you haven't been to a destination, it really helps to have on the ground contacts and locals there to be able to get in touch with to make sure, as you said, like it's an investment travel and it's limited time and you want to make sure you're doing it right. So don't trust a random trip advisor review that could be from who knows who. (laughs) Um, And want to make sure that you are getting the experience that you're looking
1: for. Right. And you mentioned, you know, limited time, limited budget. And and I always feel so sorry for the people who don't pick right, you know, and are disappointed because it's not like there's do-overs. You know, this is the, like you say, it's a major investment and you want to make sure you do it right. Now, I have to ask you, you've been all over the world. Tell us about some of your favorite spots.
4: Uh, Well, because I've been to so many places, I tend to like the more off the beaten path Mm -hmm. places. Some of my favorites include Bolivia, Namibia, I did a crazy road trip from London to Mongolia wow. a few summers ago, and I love the stands, like Uzbekistan, Turkmenistan mm-hmm. areas. Interesting. I really usually say I love the last place I've been.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I get it. Are you the kind of traveler that likes to lay in a lounge chair, or are you the kind of traveler that generally likes to experience something more, you know, with more engagement, be, be active on a trip?
4: I am more of an active traveler. Mm -hmm. I try my hardest to want to put an R&R day somewhere in and usually fail tremendously. So I I, I
1: know that feeling. I I know exactly how that is. Yep.
4: I try to advise better in my um, planning for clients. But for me, I I tend to just be making the most of my time and coming back tired, but having a great adventure.
1: So right now, travel is, would it be fair to say, booming? It's back. It's back. Travel is back. Tell us about that. What are you seeing?
4: I mean, travel is still uncertain and it it is not the same as 2019 so managing client expectations has been a majority of my job nowadays as well as tracking the ever-changing restrictions and um, openings of countries but with the rise in vaccinations europe is pretty much opening this summer most countries are slowly opening in the next three weeks and the u.s is fully open for travel asia is still closed off a bit and australia new zealand won't be opening until next year but for people who are looking to get back out there, there's definitely lots of opportunities and it's been very exciting to see people ready to experience the world again.
1: That is really encouraging. You talk about return to normalcy, whether it's the new normal or the old normal or some yeah. you know, hybrid of the two, whatever. Travel, such a huge part of people's lives. You talk about freedom and you talk about the ability to move around the world and enjoy life and all those things that really mark our lifestyles today, travel such a central part of it. And it's just good to hear that there's there's energy there again, you know, and activity and interest.
4: Yeah, it's very encouraging and exciting to see I think it will be very great to get back on the road and meet locals because this is kind of one of the only world events that everyone in the world will be able to relate to. And you'll be able to go to someone in Chile or Switzerland or Africa and talk about the pandemic and what you did and be. So I think it'll be a really great bonding and connecting experience
1: for travelers all over. And I think people appreciate it more. They don't take it for granted and they appreciate meeting other people before they're more open to people. You know, people want to interact again, get out there and and enjoy life. So listen, if people want to do this right and make their investment a good one, how do they contact you, Andrea?
4: You can go to my website at wonderfuljourneystravel.com or send me an email at andrea at com. I always love to help people explore the world. It's my biggest passion and thrill. So travel's not the same. And like I said, things are changing by the moment. So having an advisor, either me or someone else is really needed nowadays to make sure that If you're investing in something you're getting all the services you need and your flights aren't being canceled and changed and you're not being turned away at the border i highly recommend it
1: that's for sure andrea founder of wonderful journeys that's w-a-n-d-e-r-f-u-l journeys we thank you so much for being on there's nothing better than someone who loves their business and loves what they do. And you do, Andrea, and we're happy for you. And thank you so much for being on Startup Nation Radio and sharing your story.
4: Thank you so much for having me. Good
1: to have you on. All right. Join us again next week for another great Startup Nation radio show.
0: The preceding program was furnished by Startup Nation Media Group.